Hi everyone, it is Phil Bailey back for another episode of the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. This is episode eight and we are into April of 2021. Uh, for today's episode, I really just wanted to go over what's happening in the market in London right now and some tips for how you can actually buy a house in, in the market. Uh, we are into another lockdown, as I'm sure you know. Uh, the province is into this lockdown until um, early May at this point. I believe they just extended it for another couple of weeks. Um, and it certainly is having a bit of an impact on the, the market. So I'll be kind of getting into this into this episode just quickly and giving you some ideas on what you should really be preparing for if you would like to consider making a move this year. Uh, but, for, but first, I really just wanted to give a shout out to a, a local business in London. I'm going to start doing this at the start of every episode. I know right now small business is definitely struggling, um, especially when they're shutting things down the, the way they are, of course, for for a good reason to stop the spread, but we need to make sure that uh, we are supporting these businesses. So one of the businesses that I've been actually really uh, loving lately in London, and they are uh, still open for uh, for takeout, is a place called Haven's Creamery. Um, it's right just off Richmond Street in downtown London. It is uh, some homemade ice cream. You have multiple options. I'm a huge fan of the uh, mini egg that they had uh, during Easter, and they just released a birthday cake ice cream that is so fantastic. So I hope uh, you have a chance to check that out. Uh, it's called Haven's Creamery, and uh, if you haven't been there already, uh, it's definitely uh, worth uh, taking uh, taking a look. Um, so for the episode, like I said, I really just wanted to kind of get into what's been happening in the market in London since the, since the lockdown happened. And really, we are into the spring market now. Um, again, 2021 is a bit of a, an interesting year, uh, not unlike 2020. The market has obviously had a large increase that happened even even into 2021 in the in the early months. Um, and what I'm noticing during this lockdown is is interesting, and some other agents that I've been speaking with and some clients are, are noticing it as well, is that things I don't wouldn't say have slowed down. Uh, the prices seem to be you know, pretty standard. But what is happening, I, I have noticed, at, at least on, on certain houses, is that there may be slightly less offers than there were um, even before the lockdown happened. So you might get five, six offers instead of, you know, 25. There were some last year that I remember getting 40 offers or more on for a semi-detached in London, uh, which obviously makes uh, the job of a real estate agent a little bit difficult. And of course, the 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 prices, the way they were, it was very difficult to kind of, uh, you know, make expectations for your clients that were uh, that were reasonable. So the market, I wouldn't say it's it's really slowing down, but you are getting maybe slightly less offers on a house, but the prices do seem to be continuing and uh, and rising uh, to a you know, similar level that what we've seen. Um, you know, what will the lockdown mean? I mean, we have a few weeks left at least of that, uh, probably close to a month now. Uh, and we'll see how that really impacts real estate. I, I always tell people, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, anyone that tells you that they have a crystal ball, I would really question what they're telling you. Um, I think the best thing to do right now is to really look at those sold prices. So bit of a quick guide for how I've actually been able to, to help some clients buy homes this year. And it's a pretty standard uh, play that we've been able to run. And I, I know it's difficult sometimes to, to wrap your head around this, but what I'd actually recommend doing if you're looking for a house right now in London is trying to ignore the listing price. 
if the home has only been on the market for a few days. Um, I know that that's very difficult to do because if you see a house that's listed at 400,000 or 399,000, it sells for 550,000 or 600,000. It's a very, it's difficult, you know, psychologically to be able to move up uh, to, to that level. But I think what I would do is really be able to, and I tell my clients to do this, is to focus on the facts of the situation. So the facts of the situation and, and really the market data that we have is looking at those comparable sales. So trying to find something, and this isn't always easy. There's not a perfect house in every area of London that's going to be a complete comparable match to the house that maybe you're looking at, especially in older neighborhoods. But if you're able to find a house that's you know a three bedroom, maybe it's another bungalow that's in a similar area in London that's sold in the last, say, 60, 90 days, we can definitely take a look at that and kind of maybe determine a bit of a trend happening in the market. And then you can make a more of an educated um, offer based on based on that. I think the issue of just kind of going in and saying, okay, we're going to go $200,000, $150,000 over asking price without backing it up is is even more difficult for, for clients. So I like to kind of go into that um, thinking that really the, the listing price doesn't exist. Um, if we take the listing price away um, and we, we blank that out, and then we're actually just looking at the facts of the situation and what's been selling, it makes your decision a lot more rational, even in a market that does seem somewhat irrational and uh, has been has been doing some very interesting things in terms of the uh, upward trajectory over the last uh, you know, 12 months, maybe even a couple of years at this point in, in London. Uh, another thing that I would definitely recommend, and I know I've mentioned this in, in past episodes, is to really get your ducks in a row before you start looking at a house. So my first question to someone that comes to me asking for help in buying a, a home would be, what is your pre-approval situation like? Have you spoken with a mortgage broker? Have they given you an idea of what you can afford? Have you given them documents? And, and by speaking to a mortgage broker, mortgage professional, even at your bank, what I what I think is really important here is that you're not just going on an online calculator on the internet, right, and trying to determine, hey, maybe this is a this is a where I should be. What's really important is that everyone's situation is different, so we need to look at. All of those, all of those items, and again, I'm not a mortgage professional, but you know, if I was going to be starting to look for a house, I would be contacting one for sure and being able to get an idea of of where our our price should be and what kind of range we should be we should be looking at. So, say that comes back and you're and you get all your all everything together with a mortgage professional, and they tell you you can afford a house up to say five hundred fifty thousand dollars in London. Okay, that's that's great. So what I would actually recommend doing is instead of looking again at those listing prices, I would recommend looking at the sold prices. So I have a lot of clients right now, uh, some have actually been successful in being able to purchase a home in London this year, and they really just ask me for what I think my price expectation would be. Again, I don't have a crystal ball, I don't know for sure, but what I can show them is those comparable sales, and they can get an idea of what's actually selling in that area, and then say the house is listed at 400,000, I think it's going to sell at 550. Well, obviously that makes a lot more sense to go look at that house than it would to look at a house that's listed at $600,000 when you're only approved for 550 and you know that's going to sell for 650. It just is a completely frustrating process for for my clients if if they were go to go down that road and I will, you know, definitely try to educate them on on the fact of what is actually selling. Uh, another thing to consider, and this is another way that we've we've found success this year, is to consider getting a home inspection done during that 
maybe that one week that's on the offer before the offer date. So typically a home in, in London right now, I know I've mentioned this before, but just in case you're, you know, you're, you're new to the podcast, uh, what's really important is that you're usually going to hold offers for about a week uh, on a particular, a particular house. So I'm going to list the house on a Tuesday offers will be accepted maybe the following Tuesday. So in that period of time, you want to definitely make sure you get into the house. You want to get your, your, your ducks in a row around your uh, financing and you want them to, to take, you want your mortgage professional uh, to take a look at that particular listing. But we also may want to consider do is if you do want to do a home inspection uh, is to make sure that you're getting that home inspection done during that period. So it might not be a you know four hour home inspection uh, and it, it's totally up to, to, to you to make that decision. But even having maybe a, a couple hours to walk through a house or an hour to walk through a house with a home inspector and and get him or her to point out the the most pressing issues into that home could be bring some peace of mind to you as well. You know, it used to be we could have five five days to do these home inspections, but I was, you know, speaking with uh, a client earlier today and I I think I've maybe had one house that has a home inspection condition in it that actually moved forward with a deal in the last, I would say, 12 months. Um, I'm not saying these clients aren't doing home inspections. They are. They're just doing them. Some of them are just doing them during that 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 period. So they're making sure that they they have that ready. It's unfortunate because if if you don't get the house and or you know if there's there's an issue, then of course you you want to get out of that deal. But I think what's even more unfortunate is if you didn't do this and you didn't get a professional in there, and then there was an issue with that house that now is costing you tens of thousands of dollars down the line. So you can still do these things. Uh, you know, I'm not saying everyone. Uh, uh, we'll go in that direction, but I want to make sure that you you're you know you're aware of of how we can uh, we can approach things. Um, you know the the other thing I think that's really really important is that you have to have some patience right now in the market, um, and flexibility is also taking you a really long way. Um, flexibility, the biggest thing I see right now is is having some flexibility in the areas of the city that you would would be willing to live. Um, I know that. You know, schools are really important to a lot of people. I know that certain areas are obviously a lot more popular with with certain couples that I'm working with and others. Um, but you you just want to be able to kind of go into it with with your you know your eyes wide open and, and looking at those those sales to be able to determine what can I you know what can I actually afford for the price point that I want to be in. What you you don't want to get in a situation is is where you're 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 struggling and thinking you know you're going to get this huge percentage off the listing price, which is just not really the reality of the situation right now. Um, there's very few houses that are in London that are sitting for more than 30 days on market. Um, I know this because I have a search set up for myself and I've had maybe two or three emails in the last, in the last month. Um, and most of them, it's a mistake with the listing and they're, you know, they're, they're putting it on uh, again accidentally or, or for some reason or the other. Um, the chance of a house listing for more than 30 days on market, which is very opposite what it was when I, when I started in real estate um, is very, very small. Um, so it's not an easy market for, for buyers right now, um, as you know. But I think if you follow some of those steps in, in London and we kind of come up with a personalized plan for you, it can certainly go a long way to finding a house at a price that you think is reasonable, that you can afford, and that uh, will obviously uh, you know make, make a house that you can actually find happiness living in. Um, I want to make sure that uh, you know that you can always contact me at any at any time. Uh, my email, uh, I always put it in the show notes, is Phil, philbailey at royallepage.ca. You can also just text me if it's easier. Uh, 
text is easier for me, I find. Um, my my uh, direct cell is 226-977-2348. Just send me a text, tell me who you are, and uh, I'll be happy to, to help you with any questions you have on the London and area for, uh, for real estate. Um, so I think this brings me to the end of this show. Uh, again, Thank you so much for listening. I, I was just looking at uh, some of the uh, the stats for the show, and we're over, I think, 700 now uh, downloads of the show. Uh, I expect this to continue. I am going to be trying to post um, a show at least every two weeks. Um, and I think right now we're about once a month. <laughs> so I'd like to kind of increase that a little bit. And uh, I really appreciate uh, everyone for taking a listen. And if you ever have a question that I can help with, please just get in contact and I'm happy to help. Enjoy the lockdown, everyone, as much as you possibly can. And uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Take care.